This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk car, Scott Anderson, 97 a Ticket. 248-539-9797. All right, so Lions take on Atlanta. Coming up, uh, we will talk a little Michigan and Michigan State. Uh, we hit some Wolverine talk right out of the gate. But the Spartans, is there a path to victory? And what is it against Maryland? Um, some of what we will discuss a little bit later on. In the meantime, uh, Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, who still has a ton of credibility in this town. So when he speaks, we think people want to hear what he has to say. And it was brought to his attention, or it was, you know, hey, look, the last drive of regulation, my man. Hey. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's gotten some discussion because the Lions seemed all too content to just play for a field goal. Now, in the end, it wasn't the clock that got him. It was it was the down box. They ended up having to kick because it was fourth down, but they obviously, which wouldn't have mattered where the clock was, they just didn't move the chains. But it felt like if they played with a little bit more sense of urgency, they could have dinked and dunked their way well within the red zone before their drive stalled out. And a closer field goal, but more importantly, a chance to get the ball into the end zone from closer. And here's what the Lions offensive coordinator said. Okay, so he went on to – he did add later, and this was really interesting. He added later that they they changed this – their approach week to week. Like, this isn't how it's always going to be. We will – it depends on the game, the opponent. There's a lot of factors there. Yeah. yeah, um, I mean, it it still sounds like – they were again content with what they did, and yet it also sounds like, hey, don't misinterpret this as we weren't trying to score a touchdown. No, the, in reality, they were one play away from having a pretty good situation to take shots, but yep. it was an incomplete pass uh, to St. Brown. Goff under duress threw it and a little bit low, maybe a tad behind St. Brown. St. Brown didn't come up with it, and you know that led to the check down on the next throw that was, you know, short of the short of the sticks. But if they had completed the one, then they've got first and ten from like the seventeen yard line with two timeouts, and you can take your shots at the end zone. So they were just one play away from it. Now that's what it looks like on film to them, right? For us watching the game, we wanted more. We wanted them yeah. to keep taking those shots to to settle for the check down the last play. Was was a little bothersome. It was disappointing, um, and is that predicated? I mean, that leads to all types of speculation. Lack of confidence in the kicker. You got to get a little closer for the kicker um, that they were playing just to get to overtime, and it, it, it heads down the road that that really leaves people pretty upset. Yeah. So to, to be clear here, I don't find that answer to like satisfy me. No. Um, you know, he he gave his two cents on what, he what backed, went down. He backed up his coach. Yes. Uh, lost in all of this, by the way, and has gotten zero discussion from us, 
And we tend to be, you know, a little bit glass half full, I think. Riley Patterson did step up and drill a money kick. Yeah. I mean, I, I nobody's celebrating it because they obviously didn't win the game. <laughs> but he stepped up where it was it was do or die, and he drilled that kick. And you should. You absolutely should. They treated their kicker in that moment as if they knew he would make a 38-yard field goal, and he did. He should. NFL kickers should. I hope it instills confidence in Riley Patterson. But he made the kick that he needed to make. And not not that anybody cares because they lost the game, but he did clear that hurdle. Well, yeah, the main thing is they didn't win the game. That's why no one's celebrating it. Yep. But, but two is I think it's a kick that they expect – every NFL kicker to make. Now, had he hit like a 53-yarder to tie the game and send it overtime, I think he did be brought up. Trust me. I think people would be like, hey, by the way, see that kick by Riley Patterson? Were you 100% sure he was going to make that Hell kick? Hell no. Exactly. I was, I was uh, very <laughs> that, nervous. That's, that's why I'm... You're the opposite of Hill Perkins. <laughs> Hell, Hell no. I, I, You know, I'm not ready to put him in the Pro Bowl. I'm just glad he made a clutch kick because I suspect that won't be the only one he has to make well, this year, and at least he's got that. I was gonna say if you're back pocket. if you're looking for slivers of positivity from that game, that's a sliver, right? Yep. The, yep. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you, Doug. I feel so much better now. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. It's been all doom and gloom this week, and you waited till Friday to bring that <laughs> I, up. I did. Yeah. What happened? Come on, man. Man. We let people vent, and then we hit them with the good news right at the end <laughs> of the week. Bam! Gotcha. Yeah. How? <laughs> feel better now, don't you, Detroit? Do I? Lines by a million. <laughs> hey, man, he, he's going to have to hit another big kick. Of course. And, of course. And, and we haven't seen many pressure kicks in our lifetime when it comes to Lions kickers. Now, in the grand scheme of things, game two of the regular season, a kick to put you into overtime isn't exactly the most pressure-filled kick. But for Riley Patterson and the confidence that the staff can gain in you, it, it, maybe, that goes, maybe it goes a long way for them. No, I don't know. No. I don't know if it goes a long way, but it. I, I'm still pissed. And the thing they, is, I think we're all pissed. They I will tell you, had he missed sense it, urgency. had he missed it, the sense of urgency thing would be even worse than it is oh. right now, and all we'd be screaming from the mountaintops is, "Where's Robbie Gold?" Why didn't they use a second round pick on Jake Moody? Yeah. Yep. You just went on Hanson. Why wouldn't you use one on Jake Moody? So let's hope. Let's hope he keeps making kicks. Yeah, let's let's hope that the kicks he has to make are extra points, and that the Lions win handily. Because that's what's going to turn the frown upside down for Detroit, right? You go out on Sunday, and you just give Atlanta a beatdown. You go out there and you win the game, thirty-eight to ten. That's what's going to do it. Yeah, you know, the offense is clicking. Jameer Gibbs has a game. 15 carries, 110 yards. He catches two passes for 34 yards and a couple of touchdowns. That's going to help get it done. You want other things to get it done? Here we go. Sam Laporta, five catches in the first game, five catches in the second game. How about six or seven in game three, along with a touchdown? That tight end can play. He can play on my team any day. Jared Goff, starting another streak. It's not, oh, here we come the interceptions. No, sir. New streak starts. He throws for 300 and a few touchdowns. I said a few touchdowns. Wow. That's right. The defense. Where is the pressure? Where, where is the sack total? Well, here we come. Aiden Hudson 
Well, Aiden Hutchinson will wrap up a couple sacks, right? Living in the backfield. Yes. The linebackers getting through. They're going to get home. And what about Bijan Robinson? What about him? Exactly. That's what we're going to say. What about Bijan Robinson? <laughs> Who's that guy? Oh, he's our first running back taking the draft. That's nice. You know, his uh, 62 yard run total isn't exactly lighting the world on fire, is it? No, because the Lions are up to the task. And Desmond Ritter, I'm so sorry about your two interceptions. That is what's going to turn things around for Lions fans to forget about what happened against Seattle. Because a lot of Lions fans are giving this Atlanta team a ton of credit. Go ahead, give them the credit. If that's a good Atlanta team, to go out and smoke that Atlanta team. Smoke the Dirty Birds. What did you say earlier? 38-10? 38-10. Is it happening, Gator? I hope so. <laughs> Listen, my throat's still a little upset with not being able to subscribe when I'm already subscribed. So. <laughs> well, well played. I hope you're right. What was your what was the final score for the Seahawks Lions you predicted? 43-14 or something? <laughs> no, it was a 41-24. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Come on, Doug. Yeah, my bad. No, my I'm bad. saying the 38 to 10 score would that's the score that would give Lions fans a thought of, okay, well yuck throw it in the garbage what happened against Seattle. They did this with some backup players. They were able to handle Atlanta. I think it'll be a heck of a lot closer than that, but I'm saying if you want to find a way to where everybody can just t- t- have a big sigh of relief, it's you pound Atlanta, right? Just beating Atlanta gives you a smile on your face. You're like, okay, well, we got this ship going back but in the right you, direction. You, you pound them and we're back, baby. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> Bring on Green Bay. Right.